0: Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where of course, the motto is your team every day. A lot to talk about on BYU Sports News on this Monday edition of the podcast. Hopefully, you guys' weekend was great. Those of you that were celebrating Father's Day, hopefully you guys all had a great day as well. And we'll catch you up on everything that happened in case you missed it. Two high-profile commitments yesterday coming on Father's Day. Of course, we've got to continue with our Holy War Player Countdown Series as we reach day number 73. Three. You'll also hear from BYU commit Alex Muti. He committed late last week. We had a chance to catch up with him, talk about why he decided to commit to Kalani Satake and the BYU football program. We'll cover that for you on today's podcast as well. And, of course, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. All right, let's get going. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast brought to you today by our good friends at Twillery. We'll tell you about them here in a little bit. And thanks again for downloading the show. We're available on all the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Spotify, and also the Himalaya Podcast app. All right, let's get going. This is Locked On Cougars for June 17th, 2019. Hi guys, I'm Jay Katz, your host here on Locked on Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download the show. Let's kick things off today and talk BYU football commitments. They added a pair of high-profile uh, verbal commitments yesterday on Father's Day. One from three-star prospect Soljay Maeva of St. John's College in Washington, D.C. And of course, here another local prospect, Devin Downing, wide receiver out of American Fork High School, just up the road from BYU. I think both of these guys, my initial thoughts are both are solid pickups for BYU. Soljay may have a little more of an impactful pickup in my mind because of just the offers he had nationally. This is a kid who used to play for Kahuku High School out there on Oahu in Hawaii before moving clear across the country to play in Washington, D.C. A six-foot, 190 190-pound athlete, currently rated as the 23rd best dual-threat quarterback in the 2020 class. He made headlines when he was an 8th grader by getting an offer offer from Michigan and Jim Harbaugh after showing out at a football camp in Hawaii that Jim Harbaugh happened to be at. BYU offered him shortly thereafter and the Cougars to their credit have chased him hard ever since Jeff Grimes and Aaron Roderick stepped on campus as part of the offensive coaching staff for BYU and it paid off in the form of a commitment. It wasn't too long that a lot of people thought that Mayava was a very heavy lean towards Utah would not be going to BYU but Uh, BYU stayed with it, plain and simple. The coaching staff continued to show him love. We saw him at Spring Ball earlier this spring, checking things out from BYU, and it pays off with a commitment from him. And I think it shows that BYU's quarterback depth chart is going to be quite strong in the coming years. You've got guys like Jacob Conover, who is headed on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He'll be back and looking to compete at the quarterback position. Soljay Mayava, we'll see if he decides to go on a mission. I'm expecting that he'll probably lean that way, but that's sets up BYU to have good quarterback play for the foreseeable future if these guys pan out as expected don't expect BYU to stop recruiting quarterbacks in each recruiting class they're going to chase guys make sure that they have that quarterback room very deep with talent have the best competition available to play in those positions at that position in particular speaking of quarterback but it sets up BYU very nicely here because you have Zach Wilson who is coming into a sophomore year Jacob Conover set up Soljay Maia as a member of the 2020 class is a little bit after that. And don't forget Jaron Hall, who is currently on the roster at BYU, is a great player in his own right. So the talent base at BYU, and that doesn't mean to discount guys like Baylor Romney or Joe Critchlow, but there is plenty of talent either in the system at BYU or on the way in terms of verbal commitments, going on missions, etc. And that's very exciting if you're a BYU fan. Uh, So Soljay Maeva, I think he'll be a big impact guy because I think a lot of recruits will sit up and say, hey, this is interesting. And with the news that Andrew Gentry, the big offensive lineman, offensive tackle, one of the top 100 prospects in the country expected to commit later this week. And BYU very much in the running for him being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. BYU could have quite the week for themselves picking up two high profile commitments I think that would scream out to other recruits saying hey what is BYU doing here and it might be able to attract a few more guys and that's exciting if you're a BYU fan I think it's a great thing for Cougar fans Devin Downing another big pickup for BYU yesterday and a lot of people may not know his name but in terms of impact I think he is a great player he's a guy that could come in and play he's going to go on a mission and after that expected to make a cont- contribution has one more year a American Fork High School. He played with Boone Abbott and Chase Roberts, uh, two high-profile players in their own right. Of course, Chase Roberts ended up committing to BYU while Boone Abbott committed to the University of Hawaii. But uh, Devin Downing, overshadowed by both of his teammates, only put up 1,300 yards and 15 touchdowns at the highest classification Utah High School football last year. You wouldn't believe it unless you saw him play, and I saw him play a couple of times a year ago, and he's a solid player, there's no doubt. Chase Roberts may be a little more physically gifted in terms of just the attributes you want to see from a wide receiver, but Devin Downing is no less of a football player, and he's a great pickup for BYU in, in, in his own right. So yesterday, a good day for BYU on the recruiting front, picking up those two commitments, that 2020 class shaping up quite nicely. If BYU can garner the commitment of Andrew Gentry this week, who is was a bonafide four-star prospect... It could be a great week for BYU in terms of football. They have BYU Football Media Day tomorrow. And I know that recruiting won't necessarily be an announcement. They'll announce there, but you could very well see BYU announce maybe a new deal with ESPN tomorrow. Maybe a new high-profile series as an independent with one of the blue bloods of college football. Uh, I'm not guessing this is going to happen. I think it's going to take another year before this is done. But Kalani Satake getting a contract extension is also on the table. There's multiple things that could come out of BYU Football Media Day, but the week has started off quite quite good at this point, adding these two commitments. And the end of the week could be even better with Andrew Gentry joining on. So, BYU Football com- could be coming up sixes all week long, and that'd be a great thing if you're a Cougar fan. Uh, we'll, of course, be on site at BYU Football Media Day tomorrow. I'll do a special edition of the podcast live on site, recapping what I learned from BYU Football Media Day, getting you some of the sights and sounds, let you hear from people. Uh, people like Kalani Satake, etc. So that way you can stay up to date with what's going on in BYU sports, because we are your daily podcast focused on BYU. So make sure to keep it locked right here on the locked on Cougars podcast. Pardon that pun. Uh, one other note before we go in this first segment, we're going to catch up with Alex Muti next of Kona high school out there on the big Island of Hawaii. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with him. We'll play that interview next, but before we do that though, do need to continue on with our BYU player countdown series towards the Holy World. Day number 73. Uh, Those of you that remember Jake Caressa, he wore number 73 during his career at BYU. Well, that number is now currently being worn by Caden Haas. He's a freshman offensive lineman from Little Rock, Arkansas. Played at the famed Pulaski Academy. Was their starting center for a few years there. Pulaski Academy is famous because their head coach down there does not believe in punting unless they're essentially inside their what five yard line they go for it on fourth down 80 90 percent of the time and they've actually proven that not punting a lot has been very good for them they've won multiple state titles Caden Hawes comes out of that system is a guy that has a great size to him. Six foot two, three hundred and eight pounds, expected to play along the interior of BYU's offensive line. I actually could see him being the number two center this year behind James Empey. He's a good player, plain and simple. That's that's the biggest thing from Caden Hawes. You saw him come out of out of high school. His dad is actually a former University of Utah football player and I expect that Haas is going to be a guy that's going to make a push for playing time this year. We've talked a lot in recent days about the BYU offensive line because we're kind of in that middle part of the roster here where a lot of offensive linemen are are stacked up. But Caden Haas, as only a freshman, he comes off a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in St. George, Utah. I think he's a guy that on paper, if I were to write down my 10 players who I think are the two deep for the offensive line at center, I would go James Empey, who is, of course, the freshman All-American. And then I would have Caden Haas as his backup. Like I said, Haas has been trained from the time he was in high school playing that center position for Pulaski Academy. He understands the position, he understands when you're playing that pivot that you have to be the man who's leading the offensive line, making all of the calls, letting your teammates along that offensive line know about any audibles, any shifts, changes, whatever you're doing. And that's something that you have to be taught as a center. You, there are guys that can do it. There's other guys that are better just playing at guard or tackle who are good taking orders. There's other guys who are good at doling out orders. James Empey one of those guys who's good at doling it out. Tijon Karoma, who manned the position for four years for BYU, was great at doing that. And I expect that Caden Haas, our number 73 in our player countdown series towards the Holy War in August, will be that at some point in his career as well. A great player. Like I said, he's a guy who I think could be in the two deep this year is only a freshman, and I know that BYU's offensive line as a per- period is is very young, but he's going to be in the mix this year for playing time, pushing James MP, making sure that MP stays sharp because this offensive line group for BYU has suddenly become very deep and very talented and each of those guys is going to be pushing to play this year if at all possible and I expect that Caden Haas will be no different. Once again a reminder for you guys that BYU Football Media Day is tomorrow. You can track that on BYU Radio. There's Terrestrial Radio at 107.9 FM in Northern Utah and also nationally on Sirius XM Channel 143. You can catch all the action. Like I said I'll be down there at BYU Football Media Day and we'll do a special edition. Have some of my friends and whatnot in the media maybe join us To recap what they learned from the 12 consecutive hours of programming that are expected to go out on BYU TV and a lot of interviews that we will have. My station that I work for, the Zone Sports Network, will be on site all day long from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. if you want to listen to that. We'll have interviews from players, coaches, alumni who are in attendance at the event. It's always a fun day to celebrate BYU football. Uh, It's, of course, the 150th anniversary of college football coming up this year as well, so BYU will make sure to mix that in with their media day Festivities. All right, there you go. Some BYU football news, big time commitments from Sol J Maeva and also uh, Devin Downing. I think both of them are going to be welcome additions to BYU's roster whenever they decide to step on campus, whether they go on missions before they show up or if they decide to play, etc. I think both of them, solid, solid pickups for the Cougars overall. Alright, we will step aside here, come back on the other side, you'll hear from Alex Mooti, another uh, commit recently to BYU football, the defensive end slash outside linebacker, pass rushing specialist from Kona Waina High School on the Big Island of Hawaii. You'll hear from him next. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's sponsor on the show, and that is Twillery.com. They want to make sure restocking your closet with your shirts is as simple as restocking the soda in your fridge. Easy, affordable, and the perfect fit. It's guaranteed. Uh, Any type of shirt you wear, whether you have to wear button-ups, you have to wear a tie to work, whatever you need. You can do more of that business casual look. Twillery.com is here to make sure your shirt, your shirt uh, situation is always taken care of, guys. They offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle them together. With free shipping and returns, you can try on some twills risk-free. After all, as they like to say, feeling is believing, guys. I have really enjoyed the shirts I have gotten from Twillery. I wore one to church yesterday on Father's Day, and I love it. They're great. They have a proprietary non-iron technology called Safe Cotton. It rem- removes most of the nasty chemicals found in all other non-irons leave leaves the fabric feeling buttery soft. And I can speak to that. I love the Twillery shirts I have received. So check it out, guys. Twillery.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and get $25 off. Of course, these shirts, there's wrinkle-free, there's no annoying scratchy tags. It's a fantastic shirt, guys. So check it out. The Shopping Bundles model gives you guys access to shirts that our competitors are selling for $100 or more for just $55 per shirt. Also, free shipping and returns always. If, it's not, if it doesn't fit you, send it right back. It's free shipping and returns. Check it out. And also, they include free brushed nickel collar stays included with each shirt. So once again, guys, go to twillery.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and get $25 off using that promo code locked on. Fantastic way to restock your closet with twillery.com slash locked on. Locked on Cougars. I'm Jay catch your host here on the podcast. Pleased to be joined now by Alex Muti. He plays for Kona Waina High School. Is that correct, Alex?
1: Yes, that is correct. All How right. are you
0: doing? I'm doing all right. appreciate taking some time to join us here on the podcast. Well, first things first, I guess we should say congratulations on your commitment to BYU. What went into that decision?
1: You know, a lot of things went into it. Like I prayed about it and when I went to the unofficial visit, I got there, and it just felt like the right place to be.
0: <laughs> All right. You're a kid that uh, lives on the big island of Hawaii. Uh, what do you know about BYU? Have you grown up knowing a lot about the Cougars, or is it a relatively new thing for you?
1: Um, actually, I grew up knowing them. My grandma's actually probably the biggest fan over there. So okay. She always talked to me about it. So
0: does she does she live here in the States, or does she live on in Hawaii as well? Uh, she lives in Utah Okay So so you come in, so if you if you come into school here at BYU means you would be close to family Then at the very
1: minimum Yeah exactly So It's pretty
0: good Alright so who were the coaches That mainly recruited you?
1: Um, I'd say Coach Lamb
0: Okay Coach Lamb uh, Of course Deals with the linebackers Mainly at BYU Also has a bunch of special teams But He's been a big part of BYU's Recruiting success What has he told you about BYU? Uh, he told me a
1: lot of great things about it You know He just pretty much was just telling me to play my game you know, have fun doing it.
0: Okay, can you describe your game for me?
1: <clears throat> my game, I'd like to say it's rushing. I like to go for the QB. Wherever the ball is, I'm going to go for it.
0: Okay, well yeah, i watched your film and you, you play some of that defensive end, the kind of rush end slash outside linebacker spot. Is that kind of where BYU's telling you to see as, as a at defensive end or do they see you as an outside linebacker?
1: Um, they, right now, they're just seeing how my body grows and how much the I develop and everything, and they're going like, to do whatever they can after that. But right now, they're just telling me, have fun with it, just attack, attack, attack. What do you, so, Alex, I, I talked to
0: a fair amount of prospects here, like guys that are going to play college football, whether it's for BYU or they said to go to other schools. What about football for you is, is fun? Like What do you like about the
1: sport? Um, I like, I played it ever since I was a kid, so I kind of fell in love with it young. But I really just, I don't know, just the way everything is. When I get on the field, I like to, it's like a different person.
0: I, That's just okay. how I feel about it. So what do, you, what do you mean by different person? You just, you feel like you can, you can unleash some emotion? What is it, what is it like for you?
1: Um, I pretty much... Get to hit people for free and not get accused of anything. So that's what I like about it.
0: Okay, fair enough. I can understand that absolutely. That's that's a good way of putting it. All right, talking with Alex Mooti here on the Lockdown Cougars podcast. Alex, you said your grandma's a big BYU fan. Uh, is she excited for you? Is your family excited? What was their reaction when you told them you had committed to, to Kalani Sitake's program?
1: Man, she she cried. She she was the biggest fan. Like she had she's had tickets. For the BYU stands, ever since I was a little kid. Ever since my mom was a little kid. She
0: still has those tickets. So, okay, so we're talking, it's a family legacy in a way. Have you had any, any family attend school at BYU in the past?
1: Um, My grandma did.
0: Okay, so she's she's an alum. That helps explain why she's such a big fan. I understand that. Um, Alex, do you have any idea of what you like to study in, in
1: college? Uh, I was thinking something around sports medicine.
0: Okay, and then what about um, in terms of when you come to BYU? What was so attractive about the program to you? What What about BYU was so attractive?
1: There's a lot of things about it, like the fa- the friends over there, family, the coaches They all they all be real to you, you know. They they'll tell you straight up if something's wrong, and just everything about it, it was just nice. It just felt like home,
0: even though it's thousands of miles away,
1: right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Alex, a uh, couple more things here and l- we'll let you go. Uh, when it comes to talking with Coach Satake and also Coach uh, Tuyaki, who coaches the defensive line, have you talked with them and what have they told you about your game?
1: Uh, they like how I play, and they're just telling me to beef up. And they're, they're talking about my motor, too, a lot. They're saying they like the way I run, how I don't stop on a play.
0: Okay. And uh, so what, right now, what are you measuring in at? Height, weight, 40
1: time, what are you weighing in at? Um, my 40 time is a 4'7", which I'm, I'm going to try to get that down. And my height is still 6'3", you know. But I'm still young, I still can grow. And I'm 198 right now. And I've just had problems ever since I was a kid, like gaining weight. But I'm sure everybody knows what to do about that.
0: <laughs> They'll help you out in that regard. All right, you got one more season here in high school. What are kind of your goals for this upcoming season?
1: Um, honestly, I'm gonna just keep on doing what I've been doing. It, it seems to be working out, so I don't know why I would change it.
0: Okay, do you have any, like any benchmark in terms of like number of sacks, tackles that you'd like to hit this year, or is it just kind of hey, whatever happens, happens?
1: Uh, I like to beat my. I always try to beat whatever I did last year. So this year, I gotta try to beat 17 sacks.
0: Okay, so you had 17 a year ago, and you want to shoot. You want to shoot for higher than that this year? Yes. Well, I think BYU fans, if you can bring that pass rush prowess to Provo, I think they'll be very excited for that. If you can, if you can contribute that many sacks at BYU, I think BYU fans would be very appreciative of that. And Alex, appreciative of you taking the time to join me here on the Lockdown Cougars podcast. Looking forward to catching up with you down the road, okay?
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: There you go, Alex Muti. Thank him for taking the time. It was a blast to catch up with him. You can tell he's excited to be a BYU Cougar. Uh, he says that he doesn't have plans to go on a mission right away, so he'll come to BYU and at least play one year before joining, the, before going on a mission, or he'll play his entire career in a BYU uniform in four to five years. We'll see how it plays out for him, but hopefully he continues to grow into that body. His pass rush ability, it shows it's very evident on film. He's got those violent hands, the ability to get into the backfield, and he wants to top 17 sacks this year as as a senior in high school. So best of luck to him as he attempts to do that. All right, we will step aside here, come back, catch up on all the other BYU sports news that happened over the weekend. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys, the NBA draft is almost here. I don't know if some of you guys are NBA fans, some of you guys aren't. I'm a big NBA guy. I work for the Utah Jazz flagship station. I love it. But currently, the Locked On ML... Locked On NBA channel, not Locked On MLB, Locked On NBA channel has their mock draft underway. The local experts and in, in every one of their own draft rooms. Jeremy Wu of SI.com with player breakdowns. And of course, Josh Lloyd of Locked on Fantasy Basketball has the fantasy impact. Check it out, guys. It's all available right now at Locked on NBA. All right, we'll be back on the other side, catching up, catching you up on everything else going on in BYU sports. This is Locked on Cougars. Alright guys, as we close out today's edition of Locked on Cougars, I want to thank you guys once again for downloading the show. A reminder for you guys when you're driving to work or from work or going around town dropping your kids off, whatever activities they're headed to, all you have to do to catch up on the latest in BYU news is listen to this podcast and you can do it with your smart device. All you have to do is tell it, play podcast Locked on Cougars and we'll be right there with you for the drive. So make sure to check us out, LockedOnCougars.com and also Locked on Cougars, the podcast each and every day. Alright, a couple of Things to catch you guys up on before we go on today's podcast, is that BYU Baseball they've had a great year, period. And two of their players, one of them, Jackson Clough, who was taken in the sixth round of the MLB draft, was named All Regions by the ABCA and Rawlings West, that All Regions second team. And also Brock Hill, who received uh, he, was, he was actually the Player of the Year in the West Coast Conference, also received All Regions second team. So, congratulations to both of those players. Big time honors for both of them. And also the men's and women's track and field teams finish up solid seasons. Men's team finished second in program of the year standings, just behind Texas Tech, who won the national championship. The women's program finished in seventh place. Fantastic showings by the U- thanks to the USTF CCCA rankings, having BYU number two on the men's side, and number w- and the women's on number seven on their final program of the year standings. Fantastic showings on both ends. So there you go. That's the rundown of everything else going on in BYU sports. We will be back tomorrow. With another breakdown of BYU Football Media Day. Catching up on everything that we learn from tomorrow's festivities. Make sure to let us know if you have any thoughts, concerns, or comments by emailing us at lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Follow the show Locked On Cougars on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And make sure also to follow me at Jacob C. Hatch. That's all for today. We'll catch you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Cougars for June 17th, 2019.